It's coffee break. Yay. Drinking real coffee this time. On this fine Tuesday morning. Yeah. We're doing it in the morning this time. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start off right away. I hope you guys saw that there was a new Garbage Eggs last week. Yeah, it's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, it's a two-parter just because of how long that whole thing took. Yeah. And I did edit the video. Yes, so there's like fun visual stuff going mm-hmm. on. So the, then also if you don't know like what the look of the Pokemon is, you can just look at the screen and be like, oh, that's what it looks like. Yep. <laughs> and that did take me some time. It took me maybe four hours to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you definitely see at the beginning I'm just playing around with editing. <laughs> but eventually later on I figured out exactly what I needed to do. Yeah. So the second part will be coming out this Friday. I know technically it will be July. Yeah. But it still counts as the June just garbage eggs yeah and there will be a separate episode later on in the future for july's special little garbage eggs yeah which is gonna be another really fun one i'm excited all good things so check those out (laughs) okay our crunch time yeah is going to be pop rocks Ooh, what's your idea what's your thoughts on pop rocks uh they suck what (laughs) okay (laughs) On I, their own, kinda. <laughs> I don't like them fizzing in my mouth. They do kind of hurt sometimes. Yes. Like like they pop on your oh, it's when they pop like onto your tooth in just that spot. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Pop rocks are fun, like sprinkled on top of shit though. Like put it on top of like ice cream or something. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they do have a lot of weird variations where they've been putting them in ice cream and stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't understand too much about the pop rock. Like, how it pops? Well, there's a lot of science here. Mm. Okay. They, they're relatively new in the candy world. They're working on them in 1960s. Uh, one of the things that makes it pop is the pressurized carbon dioxide gas bubbles in it. I know, that doesn't sound good. That, that doesn't sound good for you to consume. <laughs> but when it dissolves, those gas bubbles pop. I, they give that fizzing pop effect. Is that also what makes Rice Krispie Treats pop when you put them in milk? Or something similar to that? Like they do have holes. Pop? They have holes in them. Okay. Because they're deep fried. And yeah. I think it's the milk trying to get into those holes and then the air popping out of it. Ah. As for this, the longest sort of history of it, um, I again, do you see all that jargon? It's just like a lot of like, here's the science of it. Yeah. <laughs> the real, real interesting thing is the actual science, the manufacturing, right? Mm-hmm. In the 1980 patent, uh, the candy is made by dissolving sugars in water and is evaporated at 220 Fahrenheit, 160 Celsius. Until the water consistent or content is three percent by mass. That's a lot of specific science. Yes, so you got to be really special, and you got to heat it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water sugar mixture is then cooled down to two hundred and eighty Fahrenheit, one thirty eight Celsius, uh, while being intensely stirred. Intensely, that's probably a huge ass. Huge machine. Yeah, that's just spinning. Con- just imagine your kitchen aid just going nuts. Just going ham. Um, you ever do that? Did you ever work with a kitchen aid? No. Okay. 
<laughs> I had like a uh, like a food processor. That was the closest thing I got to like really eviscerating something. Okay. <laughs> um, sometimes I'd make pizza dough in it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd have it knead my dough for me, mm-hmm. and accidentally just ramped it up all the way yeah it was so much the bowl came out of its spot because it's supposed to kind of like lock in yeah and then it's just kind of wiggling around. oh dude it was scary because <laughs> like because you're sitting there like oh this is actually some rather durable hunks of metal going very quickly yes <laughs> my fingers are small and easy to break <laughs> yeah i've seen a lot of videos of people getting their hands stuck in things like that <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, not fun to watch. It is pressurized with carbon dioxide at s- 730 pounds per square inch PSI. So they're pressurizing it with carbon dioxide while stirring it rapidly. That just sounds dangerous. Who figured out how to invent this? Because <laughs> this is so specific. <laughs> uh, craft. Craft. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I like the part where the urban legend of if you like eat pop rocks and then drink we're, soda. We're gonna get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're gonna get there. Uh, the mixture is kept under pressure and allowed to cool and solidify, embedding the carbon dioxide bubbles into the candy. Okay. Uh, they've even got this weird thing where they've measured the carbon dioxide's bubbles are 225 to 350 micrometers micrometers yes that's it's so these aren't even inches it's too much science (laughs) in diameter uh one thing i learned is when it comes out it's this solid mass Mm -hmm. right and then they break it Okay, because it's really easy to crumble it, uh-huh. and that's what you get in your package. That's weird. But they are making giant bricks of these things. I wonder if there's ever been, like, a flood, and it just, like, soaks into all the Pop Rock packets, and then you just hear, like, a bunch of popping sounds. <laughs> uh, the most interesting thing about them is eating Pop Rocks and drinking soda can cause a person's stomach to boil and explode. No, that's not actually true, though. They base their logic, these lies, mm-hmm. right, or conspiracy theories, on the basically comparing it to baking soda and vinegar. Okay, I see, but you get the even, th- but that, but they're nothing like both of those things. <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't know. It's like the metal people would be like, I'll, I'll put a Mentos in my mouth. And then I'll do a swig of soda, and my whole head will explode. Yep. Yeah, and... <laughs> and that doesn't happen. It does foam up a lot. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> uh, it will have an initial, like, shot mm-hmm. that comes out of it. But uh, these are all false. You can eat Pop Rocks and drink soda at the same time. Yeah. You'll be fine. If th- something like this could happen, they wouldn't be selling these food items. <laughs> True. Uh, people were also afraid because of its fizzing features mm-hmm. that this would cause choking in children. Which is so weird because hardly, it... hardly anyone actually swallowed Pop Rocks. <laughs> well, you eat it. Yeah, I remember the big hotness was to like, you do like your, your Pop Rocks shot and then you wait a second to hear it popping and then you open your mouth and then everyone else like leans in to hear the popping inside your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then once the popping was over, then you finally, like, chewed it. You guys had nothing to do in the the desert, huh? No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Uh, eventually, Mythbusters would take this on. Nice. Right? Mixing six packs of Pop Rocks and six packs of cola inside a pig's stomach. <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of things with a lot of pigs. I do remember that. <laughs> uh, the stomach grew three times its initial size, but did not blow up. After time was allotted for it to digest. Yeah, that was also like six whole packets and six whole like cans of soda or something like that. Yes. Which is a lot for anyone to consume. Just in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, they did it again, and it caused a gastric rip, rupture? Rupture? Rupture. Yeah. Which can be quite a painful process. Sure. And you might need to fix your stomach after that. But I think... But they were like, you would have to consume so much to actually cause this. Mm-hmm. And if you're eating candy and drinking soda like that... You've probably got other problems to worry about than gastric ruptures. Also, I feel like you would feel hurt before it got to the point of rupturing. Yeah, also our bodies, the way we're designed, if there's too much gas inside of you, Mm -hmm. right, you'll just burp. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Another gross fact about our bodies and gas, Mm -hmm. if you hold in your farts, they will travel all the way back up. Through your esophagus, out your mouth. Yeah, that's really gross. It is really gross. Don't so, hold in your farts. It's yep. just bad for you. Just crop dust your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Netflix. Yes. One Piece. I've noticed now that they've gone on their real big crackdown about sharing passwords and stuff, they've gone. They've started announcing a lot of things, like. Right after the the password crackdown, yep. suddenly it's oh, there's gonna be more Wednesday. There's yep. gonna be more Stranger Things. Pokemon is finally out. Yep. They, and <laughs> and this live action One Piece adaptation. Mm-hmm. I hate to be negative, Nancy. I usually am. Um, but I don't think you hate it then. <laughs> what you said? I hate to be a negative, Nancy, but I usually am. I was like. I oh pessimist through and through. It's very hard for me to see optimism in day to day living. I know it's weird because I'm an optimist through and through. It's hard for me to see the bad side in day to day living. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I see this going the way of Cowboy Bebop's live action. I was so worried about that too. Where they're going to put in a lot of work and effort to faithfully adapt it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, our dog's just chewing on his toy. If you can hear that in the background. <laughs> can you take it away from him? I can take it away from him. Please. Um, you got other things to chew on, dude. So, apparently each episode cost around $18 million to produce. I do see a lot of people saying, Wow, if only, could you imagine what kind of show we'd get if we gave that kind of money to animators? <laughs> <laughs> And time, yeah. Yeah. They had, like, two years to do this thing. Like, they started in 2020, didn't they? I think it was before that. Okay. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. There will be eight episodes released later this year, and we have the titles for the episodes. Ooh. It looks like a more faithful adaptation than Cowboy Bebop. Just uh, on surface levels. Yeah. We're starting out with Don Romance, or Romance Don. Nice. Which is the name of the first uh, volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it will set up Luffy. Yep, yawn. Oh, <laughs> coffee not helping. 
instead of Luffy kind of being on his journey out in the sea and that's where we first find Luffy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, like a stowaway. And he meets that one gawky kid with glasses. That would be the second episode where he's, it's called The Man with the Straw Hat. Nice, nice. And he will meet that kid and Zoro. Cool. Zoro's all like strung up and shit. <laughs> He'll recruit Zoro at the end. And the next episode will be called Tell No Tales, which will introduce Buggy the Clown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She looks a little creepy. I'm honestly excited for Buggy. <laughs> Buggy's gonna be interesting. So that'll be all of Buggy's arc. Which is weird to expedite all of Buggy. I, I don't know episode. how long these episodes are. Because I'm like, it's like a couple chapters. Yeah. Like, I remember Buggy being mostly the second volume. That's... Like, and it took, even in the original anime, it took Luffy, what, like, three or four episodes to finally beat Buggy. Or yeah. something like that? Yeah, to get to him. And so we're expediting it into one episode? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the next episode, Pirates Are Coming, we'll meet Usopp. Yay! <laughs> uh, eat at the bar... bar... baratai? 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 Eat at the bar... baratai? Sure. <laughs> okay, we'll be introduced to Sanji and his, uh, chef. Nice. Cool. We'll hang out with Sanji and them, because the next one is the chef and the chore boy. He's the chore boy. What a, what a surprise. <laughs> Which, they don't say anything here, but I know for a fact, somewhere in between these, we should run into Hawkeye, who is one of the seven sea lords. Oh, really? He has a giant sword on his back. Nice. Right? Like a buster blade. Has Luffy beaten all seven Sea Lords yet? Not all of them he has to beat. Has he? Maybe like one of them's an official member of his team. Is one it... of them's like madly in love with him. Isn't that Robin? Isn't Robin a Sea Lord? No. She worked for Crocodile, who is one. Mm. Um, uh, Zoro, who wants to be the world's greatest swordsman. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye's considered the world's greatest swordsman. Ah, nice, nice, nice. Zoro goes to fight him. And Hawkeye is kind of, like, impressed with him, but he uses a little tiny knife to fight him. Oh, not even the big and buster sword. still beats him. Yeah, sets up that you got a long way to go. Yes. There's a whole adventure ahead of you. <laughs> the next episode, the girl with the sawfish tattoo mm -hmm. will be about Nami. She'll be there the whole time, of course. Yeah. But it'll be about Nami and her backstory, along with Arlong. Who I don't think we've even seen a picture of yet. Maybe they don't want to spoil it. We already know what he looks like. Well, I just want to see what he looks like in live action. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a really cool actor that got to be Arlong, and they don't want to spoil that. Most of these actors aren't really well known. And then the last and final episode will be about the Rogue Town arc. Or Logue Town? I think that's a misspelling. I'm pretty sure it's Rogue Town. Yeah. <laughs> which is the birthplace and death place of uh, Gold D. Roger, the king of the pirates. Uh-huh. When he's executed, he says, I hid all my treasure. You can find it all in yeah, one that's piece. What yep, 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 yep. And that was his name? Gold D. Roger? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it. <laughs> and it's about Luffy going there and learning about it. They're going to introduce other characters, and um, Buggy will come back with Alvita. 
she's... Is she the really big lady? Yes. Yeah, I know about her. <laughs> she eats a devil fruit in between then, so she should be skinny. Ah, oh, fun. Fun, fun, fun. And her and Buggy team up for a little bit. Dude. And we'll see Luffy get his 30 million berry bounty. Nice. Cool. And th after that, it's implied that they will take off to the uh, Grand Line. Um, do you think we'll see, like... Tony Chopper as like an end credits type deal. <laughs> Maybe. I've heard people talking about seeing a glimpse of what Tony Chopper might look like. Yeah. I... How does that work in Cause, the comics? Because again, I'm thinking of like with the Cowboy Bebop one, we only saw a glimpse of Ed, who's one of their main <laughs> characters mm -hmm. at the very, very end of the season. Yeah. Which I think was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's such an expensive show, 18 times 8. Yeah. I mean, but they... 36. Yeah, but we saw, like, they they built the ship, and it looks perfect. I, I imagine it might be pretty expensive to build these sets to look... Yeah, a lot of these ships were built out. Yeah. So they're on them. Uh, they built out some of the towns. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining there's a lot of green screen. How much did an episode of, like, Game of Thrones cost? You know, <laughs> way more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, sometimes the but, the like, expenditure is worth it. <laughs> no, that's not true. There are two different companies here that you're talking about. Yes. You've got Netflix. Yeah. Who has a team of basically nobodies adapting a beloved manga. Mm-hmm. And then you've got HBO. Yeah. Who puts out really amazing stuff well well netflix came under new management didn't it that's why this whole like password and crackdown has happened no they no. wanted more money oh well that had nothing to do with management i'm nervous i'm hopeful i want it to be good so bad it comes but, out august 31st this year but i'm nervous <laughs> i have to be honest <laughs> so after we did coffee break yes sorry coffee break last week Nintendo Direct came out. Yes. We were talking about it, and we were like, we're going to talk about it for this one, and here we are. We're ready to talk about it. <laughs> what was interesting is some people online are considering this to be the Sunset Showcase. What does that mean? Um, the Sunset on the Switch. If people keep talking about them doing a new thing, I don't know. The Switch is five years old now. I thought it was older than that. It might be older, but I don't, I don't know. They, it's doing well. Yeah, I don't know why they would change it up. Rumors are not this year, but next year, the new Switch comes out. If I, yeah, I would imagine not like a new console, just like a Switch Pro or something like that. Dumb. So then it runs at a frame rate that's like acceptable, and people will stop making fun of it for having bad frame rate. <laughs> it really does have bad frame rates. It does. <laughs> So, let's talk about what was announced. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Mm-hmm. Wait. What if Mario turns into an elephant this time around? Yeah. It's a return to the 2D <laughs> platformer that the games were typically known with. It does look really good. It reminds me a lot of, like, Mario 3 on the SNES. What Way back, Mario 3. Yeah, I played it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the way it looks, the fluidity of his motions and stuff. Yeah. How much of the level you can see 
which I really like. Because mm-hmm. we were real up on his ass for a while there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see he starts out as baby Mario, and mm-hmm. then he gets his first mushroom and he comes Mario? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to see baby Daisy. Little Daisy. <laughs> and yep. you can play as Daisy now. <laughs> you can play as Mario, Luigi, Toad, or Todd, mm-hmm. Princess Peach, Princess Daisy, and Yoshi. I don't know if you actually get to play as Yoshi. As Yoshi. It looks, yes. It looks like, like, like with Mario 3, you can just find Yoshi eggs and ride Yoshi. Yeah. I don't know if, you're, if he's an actual, that would be weird. Yoshi riding on top of another Yoshi. <laughs> That's how we like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it comes out this year, which is kind of weird that they just kind of dropped that on us. Yeah, a lot of things are coming out later this year, but this year. Yes. Stop yawning. Jeez. <laughs> Stand up straight. Sit up straight. Get lo- air in your lungs. <laughs> I am. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. Next up, the Super Mario RPG remake yeah, yeah. was announced for yeah. later this year. I am stupid excited for this one. I'm, I know. You haven't stopped talking about it. I know. There's nothing I could say, though, <laughs> other than I'm excited because I don't actually know what happens in the game. Yeah. Because I never played it. But I always wanted to. (laughs) It'll bring back Gino and Mallow, which people thought we'd never see them again. (laughs) It also has the return of the original composer. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I thought was cool. I think it'd also be cool if there's an option to toggle between new composition and old composition. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's a nice little little touch. (laughs) Detective Pikachu 2, or Detective Pikachu Returns, as it's officially titled. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, is coming back. Yeah. I don't like Pikachu's voice. It's Kaiji Tang. He's done lots of things. Okay. Um, Why didn't they just go get Ryan Reynolds? Because Kaiji Tang voiced him before Ryan Reynolds voiced him. Just go back and redub it. No, <laughs> I like Kaiji Tang. <laughs> I don't know if I care too much about this. I never cared for Detective Pikachu. Yeah, never. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like my kind of thing. It's cute. Maybe I'd check it out. Yeah. But... I don't actually know what the gameplay is like. I only see cutscenes. And it's just Pikachu talking to Todd, or whatever his name is. <laughs> Tim. And, uh, and just going, I need more coffee. And then I'm like, what is your gameplay, though? <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what it is. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume 1, which was already confirmed for other... Like other... Consoles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it will also be on the Switch if you only have a Switch. Also, like, how long has it been? How many decades has it been since these games were out? (laughs) Very long time. The nice part is it comes with, like, this really in-depth, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, like concept art and stuff in the actual game itself. Yes. So. It's, It's more than what I thought it was. I thought it was just three games. It's Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake, Snake's Revenge. Yeah, because it's like the first, it's like the three good ones, and then the three original. Before like, they became Like the NES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Screenplay book containing in-game text for each title, and a master book detailing the story and characters. Due for October of this year. Which is pretty recent. Pretty pretty soon. Yes. <laughs> but it's not like you have to do much. The game was already yeah. built. True. <laughs> uh, they're bringing out more Amiibos for Zelda and Ganondorf. Woo. For which, Tears of the Kingdom. Which we knew about, didn't we? 
haven't we seen like them talking about making these amiibos before now they're just announcing it <laughs> i don't know i know that they're really slow in amiibos they are which is so weird because everyone was like we love these things we'll collect them We'll buy more than one, so we can keep one in the box and have one to use. And Nintendo went, cool, we'll make sure to make one every year. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> Super hard to find. If you find one, it's usually pretty shitty, like Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Waluigi, WarioWare, move it. Waluigi's probably not going to be in it. Oh, poor Waluigi. <laughs> I'm sure he'll show up as something. I don't know. You get all the weird characters from WarioWare games. Like 10-volt, 9-volt, 18-volt. I got one of their names wrong. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. No, it's all those weird characters that you find in Smash Bros. Like, like, like Ashley, the wizard, the little witch girl with black pigtails. No. Well, <laughs> she's in there. <laughs> she's one of them. <laughs> It'll have over 200 micro games for you to play with you and your friends, all simultaneous. Nice. One interesting thing they said to me, I just haven't heard it so long, couch <laughs> co-op. Yeah. It's been, well, so many games, like, fought against couch co-op for a while there. They did. They want you to pay for the online subscription. Also, and to buy your own console. They also don't give you, like, split screen anymore. Because the idea would be, like, you have, like, either your TV or your personal screen. So, whatever. <laughs> it, it's a weird transition. I remember almost everything being a couch co-op. Yeah. And then the internet happened. And then Halo. And then the Fire Lord attacked. <laughs> uh, Pikmin 4, which... Comes out tomorrow. Does it? Yeah. No. no. Uh, it's a demo. Oh, oh, oh. The demo for it comes out tomorrow. I was like, what? <laughs> right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 will be heading to the eShop. Mm -hmm. So you can pick those up in case you missed you them. You can Pikmin those up. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I never played Pikmin. And when I played the third demo after they announced the fourth game, which was back in the spring, mm -hmm. I was like, I could see myself getting lost on this game for a while. Yeah. It's not for me. I'm not too into it. But I'm glad you're excited for it. <laughs> well, I still play uh, my Pikmin app game. You do. What and now it? you'll get new Pikmins. I know. There's two new Pikmins. There's... An ice Pikmin and a... Like a glowy Pikmin? Ghoul Pikmin? Yeah. <laughs> that only come out at night? Cute, cute, cute stuff. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, we just get a more look at their DLC, which they announced already beforehand. Yes. Here's my question about this DLC. Mm -hmm. First of all, let's just talk about Scarlet and Violet really quick. Mm -hmm. I went back and played it for like half an hour yesterday. Yeah. Mostly because I was trying to do something with Pokemon Go with it, mm -hmm. where I was trying to get Gimme Ghoul. Um, Did you get it? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what, what I have to do is, in Pokemon Go, I get postcards from gifts that people send me. Yeah. I save those. Oh, that thing. And then I transfer it to uh, Scarlet or Violet. Yeah. Scarlet or Violet, you get, like, Gimme Ghoul coins. Mm-hmm. And Vermilion. Vermilion? Ver... Ver... Number 666. Oh, Yes. 
Vivian. Vivian. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I'm just like, Vermilion's a color. <laughs> you just get a color. <laughs> you're just sitting there with red on you. <laughs> you're yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> this is so cool. So yeah, I was doing that. And then I, I just started playing. And it is a massive, boring world with things sticking out of the ground that mm-hmm. just don't need to be there. You don't need all that terrain. Mm-hmm. I kind of hate the fact that... It was something I always wanted as a kid. The the ability to see the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So then you could run around them if you didn't want to fight something. Yep. But now that we have that, it just makes me never want to fight anything. Yeah. So I just don't engage with any of the Pokemon if I don't want to. Well, I just stroll up on them and I'm just looking for shinies because I have my shiny charm. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, nothing here. And nothing's more annoying than when you're sitting there running and then there's a patch of, like, Flabebes that you can't see because they're so small. And then you just crash into 17 Babebes trying to get from point A to point B. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The game lags. It's... Uh, graphics yeah the palettes are bad like i'm playing through ultra sun and it looks amazing there's so much like just detail everywhere Mm -hmm. even something as small as like the like like texture of like like a there's something like painted on like the attack button to give it some pizzazz and there's something like that is so nice to see Next to Sword and shield's giant empty vacant mmo looking world (laughs) Yeah, they. I think they rushed this one. I don't like it. And this DLC does not intrigue me. Now, to the DLC, <laughs> uh, Hidden Treasure of Area Zero and the Indigo. Oh, Teal Mask and Indigo Disc. That's yeah. what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. So, Teal Mask, it looks like you go find a village. Yeah. And they have, like, a festival. Yeah, and yeah. And there's four new legendaries. Yes. Like a monkey thing, a bird thing, something else, maybe a bear or whatever. And yeah. then the teal mask itself. <laughs> yep. Which, there's something behind it. You can see it in some pictures. It takes its mask off mm-hmm. and it's like peeking behind it. Which sounds creepy. Yeah, it sounds really <laughs> creepy. Okay. Like, yeah. They showed us more costumes. Oh, I needed that. Yeah, my, I'm sure there'll be new ingredients for my sandwiches. It was my character, which I couldn't really give any... I couldn't change my uniform to begin with. Yep. So, wow, that's cool. <laughs> uh, Teal Mask will be this fall indigo disc, which only has one legendary in it. Yeah. So far. And no new Pokemon being introduced? Like, new to this game, like yes. Poochiana or something. You know, so that wasn't variants in the... or forms. Yeah, there's nothing new like that coming up. Yeah, it's so... almost like they just cut these extra parts out of the story, and they're like, "Give us thirty bucks, and we'll give you the rest of it." It's especially weird because the new legendary, the turtle thing, yes, is in the anime. Like they've hinted towards it in the anime, like a pre-evolution of it. Type yeah, thing. I know that there's supposed to be a pre-evolution. So it looks like there's more for it but also like we should have been hearing more about it to begin with (laughs) the the interesting thing about it is when you look at its shell Mm -hmm. it has has all the typings in it and it's made of crystal so it looks like a terrestrialized demigod of elements maybe maybe but what's the point of arceus arceus just can be any element 
But this you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, once it's you, almost redundant. Once you made the god Pokemon. <laughs> like, there was a reason people were upset that we were, did electric, ice, and fire again. Yes. And so, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not <laughs> excited for it. <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe will add new courses along with us finally getting PD Piranha. Which amazed me. Because I was like, PD's not in it already? Nope. That's bonkers to me. PD should always be in it. <laughs> Uh, Wiggler. Which looks adorable. <laughs> and Kamek. I don't like, I don't like the Kamek they went with. They went with, like, a regular Kamek. I would have much rather have seen, like, like, Kami, who is a specific Kamek. <laughs> I'm sure you can change its outfits. Maybe, but, uh, hmm. <laughs> Piranha hasn't been in the game since Double Dash. Really? Yep. What? Wiggler hasn't been in the game since Mario Kart 7. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember that one. It's weird, because this is only Mario Kart 8. And seven was still like a decade ago. <laughs> yes, that's because they just kept bringing it back out. There's no need to build a new Mario Kart. No. Uh, once they make a new console, they should. Yeah, but again, we don't know when that's happening either. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon Remastered, along with a nameless Princess Peach game. The Princess Peach game looks more interesting to me. Well, yeah, it's a new territory that they've never gone to. There was one game where you could play, where Peach was who you played as, and it was a weird one on the DS, and everyone makes fun of it because her, like, ability is related to her emotions, and everyone's like, is it because girls are emotional? Is it because girls PMS and they get emotional? <laughs> is, that the, is that the joke? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've, I've played Luigi's Mansion 3, but I never played Dark Moon. Yeah. This uh, one was on the DS originally, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. That, that's going to be interesting. I wonder if because 3 did good enough, they're like, let's do more. <laughs> what? People like this game? The game that they always said they liked and they wanted more of? What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. um, a new game, indie game, called Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Not my cup of tea, but it looks neat. It's not a new game. It's an old game. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's just revamped for the Switch? <laughs> yeah, now it's finally coming to the Switch. Yeah, I can get why you don't like games like this. Your bullet hell type games? Yep, where you just kind of point in the direction keep shooting and just hope nothing ever touches you. <laughs> it looks like a type of game that would be more anger-inducing than you would think. Yes. <laughs> Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. Yeah! Yeah! I'm so excited! <laughs> I love the Dragon Quest monster games. This one, I'm just excited. It's gonna be fun. I wonder what new monsters they're gonna come up with. There's always new ones. Yeah, you can fuse <laughs> them together. You capture them, you train them, you fuse them. Yep, yep. You unleash them upon your enemies. You fight other monsters. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I've never played Dragon Quest. I think you, well, it is a turn-based RPG. And you tend to be pretty hit or miss with those. Yep. So maybe you'd like it. Yeah, but I don't need another Pokemon clone in my life. I still have Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sonic Superstars. Yeah. Is this the new game? Don't sound too excited. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think much about Sonic. I like Sonic. I don't like Sonic's games much, mm -hmm. but I like Sonic. This one's fun because you get to play as Amy. You got to play as everyone on that team. Uh-huh, but this is the first time you get to play as Amy. Ever? Well, uh, you could play as her in, like, Sonic Unleashed. <sighs> Sorry. Not Sonic Unleashed. You. Sonic Boom or whatever it was called. 
Um, but yeah, this is the time where you can actually, like, pick, like, w w with a classic side-scroller. You can play her in, like, one of the Game Boy Advance games, but for something, like, a classic one like this, yeah, you gotta play Zemi. With her classic old style, too. Her old design. Where she had, like... What? What do you mean, what? She always looks the same. No. <laughs> Usually she has, like, a pink dress, and she has, like, short hair that kind of looks like a bob. And this one, she has spikes like Sonic, and she has, like, a green top and an orange skirt. Oh. Yeah, that's her original look. Is <laughs> she an echidna? Or a hedgehog? Yeah, she's a hedgehog. Okay. She can go Super Saiyan, which is fun. <laughs> they all go Super Saiyan. Well, this is the first time she can go, to go Super Saiyan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody was so excited. Oh. Batman Arkham Trilogy is finally coming to the Nintendo Switch. I've been holding my breath for I this know. one. <laughs> I was like, please give me this game that's outdated. It was on the Wii, wasn't it? I, I think... One of them was. A few of them were. Yeah. So, gotta bring that back for... like. They, they also <laughs> like did something weird with the controls so that you would punch like Batman. Yeah, because that I, was the This gimmick. looks like they're... <laughs> They're just re-releasing the old third-person fighting. Yeah, it's the 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 Metal Gear Solid one made sense because it's like their anniversary or something, isn't and it? And they're also redoing Metal Gear Three mm -hmm. Delta. Yeah, but this one's definitely like, who asked for this? Yeah, and why is this part of your announcements? <laughs> yeah. Even better, I found out that uh, the uh, it's probably Warner Brothers because they need money. Probably. <laughs> they. If you buy the physical copy of it, your cartridge will only have Arkham Asylum, yeah. which is the first game, and the smallest game. You have to download the other two games. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna... Those games already struggled, like the third one especially. Yeah, people did not like that one. Which one liked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the second one's reviewed as one of the best superhero video games made. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good story. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, I couldn't really play Arkham Knight. The Batmobile just didn't feel right to me. Yeah. It also, like, it felt like a weird story. Like, it felt very, like, half-hearted compared to where Arkham... City. City, yeah, left off. But the thing is, where Arkham City leaves you, you feel like there's really no need to have a third one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, good job, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, congratulations, Batman's here. Ocean Star, the second story, R. I yeah, I have no idea. It's a remake from I'm... a 1998 classic. Wow, cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the weird thing is, it's the mix-up of 2D pixels for the characters in 3D environments, which I've heard people call 2.5D. Oh, God. Yeah. It looks pretty. The shading sure is nice. I bet it would look even prettier with 3D models. <laughs> yes. He did the whole thing yeah. right. Committed. <laughs> Persona 5 Tactica. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of tired of Persona 5. They've had so many spinoffs, and they've been doing so many things with just these characters. And yeah, I like them, but also, I'm tired of why I want others. I want new. <laughs> it's probably going to take a while before you get Persona 6. Yeah, and they did the same thing with Persona 4 characters uh -huh. before Persona 5 came out. I I didn't really understand much about Persona until you started playing it. Mm -hmm. And I still don't want to play it. It's not for everybody. Yeah. 
I'm excited for three. I'll get three yeah. reloaded or whatever. The remake of that one? Mm-hmm. That's kind of a cool thing. Uh, Myth Force. Yeah. It's a sort of like... Like, it looks like, like Fortnite or Overwatch or something, but you're based off of classic cartoon characters. Yep. In a way. Like, it's not like... like official properties it just looks like classic cartoons yeah that's, they wanted it to go like that it's a first person melee roguelike yeah, it looks, adventure it looks cute it looks cute <laughs> mario plus rabbit spark of hope the last spark hunter is the last spark hunter is sent on a musical planet i don't know it's weird because okay. it's also so this is a paid dlc isn't it I think so, yeah. For a game that already didn't do amazingly? <laughs> yeah, they had high hopes for it, and it did not go anywhere. Splatoon 3's next Splatfest is all about ice cream. Wow. I don't really... Even when I played Splatoon, Splatoon 2, I never really cared much about Splatfest. And I know people will get into it. I don't... Like, I don't know. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Just Dance 2024 edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, again. We talked about Just Dance last time, or the time before. Yeah, they, the, the characters, the ones that are dancing on your screen, I really want to know how they did that. Because like some... they look like actual humans, but there's something tricking your eye. Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be behind-the-scenes stuff. Because, like, people talk about, not real people, companies mm-hmm. talk about Just Dance constantly. So surely there's behind-the-scenes things. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing. It's just really weird the way they move. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Paleo? Yeah, another farming sim. I'm yeah. tired of the farming sims. This looks so boring. It does. <laughs> uh, Penny's Big Breakaway. Which looks cute. Not, you know, it looks bright, very bright. Like but, a lot but, 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 of wait, patterns wait, everywhere. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Fae Farm? <laughs> Another farming simulator. <laughs> and they were shown like right after each other. They were. And it was like, oh my god. I remember last year there was a Nintendo Direct and there was like seven different farming simulators all in a row. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's because of Stardew Valley. Maybe. And it had its weird popularity boost in uh, the uh, 2020s. <laughs> or 2020. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people played that one because they just had nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, no one likes playing Stardew Valley for the farming aspect. They do it for the characters. Yeah, they like the relationships. And these farming simulators always have, like, bland, boring characters. (laughs) Yeah. There was a game called Silent Hope. Uh, I don't remember it whatsoever. (laughs) Action RPG. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Oh, yeah, the one with the pigeons? Yep. Which also, I was sitting there, and I was looking at the pigeons, and I'm like, you're a little phallic-looking. <laughs> they, they are. They are weirdly phallic-looking. They also look like uh, Fall Guys. Yes. This looks like a weird Fall Guys thing, but with rhythm-based puzzles instead of shitty platformers. <laughs> yep. You can play against 29 other players over 20 musical mini-games. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Gloomhaven. Yeah, which looks like... 
looks like there's there was one person who really put their heart and soul into thinking about this thing, but it just isn't that creative. <laughs> I don't even remember this. It was so like, it looks like an app game basically. Oh, <laughs> oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Main maniac mechanics. Yeah, manic mechanics, which manic is just mechanics. overcooked. But rather than food, it's like machines. Yeah, you're working <laughs> on cars. Yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. Yeah. Turbocharged. So fun. Which you can already get on other consoles and PC. That's the thing with Nintendo. Like They're a lot always of, behind. It's always like weird indie games that no one knows about. Like, like their farming simulators and Overcooked or whatever. And then things that came out way before on other consoles. And then finally they get to Pokemon or Smash Bros or Zelda yep. or Mario. And that's where you finally get like, oh, that's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, they, they put a large emphasis on their first party titles. Mm-hmm. But there was a time where they were almost always up to pace with their uh, AAA games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third party AAA games mm-hmm. coming to the console. It was the Wii. The Wii, it doesn't work with traditional gaming. No. Because of your motion controls. And and they keep doing things with their controllers because it's easy to port a game from, like, the Xbox to the PlayStation and vice versa because their controller, while having different layouts, it's still basically the same thing. Yeah. But then you look at both the the Wii's nunchucks or well, the Switch where half of your controller is a TV screen. And there's motion controls in there. And suddenly it's this big question mark of, well, how do I do this? <laughs> I see the Switch's Joy-Cons as more of a move to make them more similar to mm-hmm. the controllers. The DualShock or DualSense, yeah. I think it's now called. Weird. It makes sense, but weird. Because I'm going to keep calling it a DualShock. <laughs> the, yeah, the originals were DualShocks. And then whatever the Microsoft... Uh, controller is mm-hmm. i know it's a very important controller but uh yeah sony's really been trying to push this new dual sense thing i think nintendo's insistence on innovating and doing something completely different every time mm-hmm. has come to a detriment yeah and i think they need to figure that out <laughs> oh here's a weird thing i observed the other week mm-hmm. while playing uh resident evil 4 what the PS5 DualShock, the DualShock 5, mm-hmm. so I don't have the new controller. I don't see a need for it right now. It has adaptive triggers. Cool. Okay. So it puts tension on the triggers, especially if I'm not using them. Nice. But if I use them a lot, it will loosen up that tension so I can start hitting them a little faster. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm trying to use them to pop off rounds. Yeah. When... I don't use the gun or that function in the game too much, and I'm just running around collecting stuff, Mm -hmm. right? And I go back to use it. I actually hate that it's kind of seized up on me like that. Really? And it makes shooting harder Mm because I now have to put more pressure on it. I was like, this can't be good for the controller's life. Maybe not. Maybe that's part of the secret. Yeah. Slowly kill it so then you have to buy another one. (laughs) They also need to rip out that... uh, audio box thing in it yeah i hate it it's it's it wasn't a good gimmick when the wii did it with their nunchuck yes there was only one use for it that i ever saw that i thought was good and that's not the nunchuck that's the remote yeah the the nunchuck the nunchuck is the weird just 
analog stick. Yeah, that you had to buy separately. No, they came together. Oh, did it? Yeah. No, the only time the, there was a speaker on the Wiimote, and there was only one time that I thought it worked really good, and it was in No More Heroes, because at the start of each new mission, Travis Touchdown got a phone call from Cynthia. And, and it would ring. And yeah, and you would hold it up to your head like it was a phone, and you would hear her talk to you. And it was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's clever. <laughs> Remember they had a light rail game? It was called, like, Red. The first one, you're fighting, like, mafia guys. And then the second one, which has nothing to do with the first one, they just kind of brought back everything. Nice. (laughs) You're a gunslinger in the Western? Maybe. It's not ringing any bells right away. Anyways, uh, when you reload, it would make the ch-ch sound. And... I don't know what it's 2008 at that time. Cute little detail. Yeah, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. Uh, that was Nintendo's direct. I was not impressed with anything. There was like two things. I was like, I want Dragon Quest Monsters Joker. Super Mario RPG looks great. Yeah. Other the rest, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. It definitely felt like because a lot of it was like, here's this thing, and we'll tell you more about it later. And it's like, well, then why are you telling me about it now if you're not going to tell me anything until later? <laughs> a lot of rumors suggested that the what we saw wasn't supposed to happen until July. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And why. they moved it up because everybody else just did theirs, yep. but that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, maybe Nintendo's struggling. I don't think they are. Well, they just came out with Tears or yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. True. <laughs> okay, we watched two interesting things because mm-hmm. it's summer and there's nothing fun to do anymore. Nope, because everyone's waiting to release their things later in the year. <laughs> what I consider the greatest paranormal show on television ever. Yes. Uh, it has surpassed all the classics mm-hmm. and then some. Yes. Destination Fear was canceled earlier this year. Yeah. Due to a conflict with Ghost Adventures. Because Zach Bacon is a big old weenie baby. <laughs> so they lost Destination Fear, mm-hmm. but they came back on YouTube as Project Fear. Yeah. And I don't know, not much of a name change. <laughs> they were just not allowed to use Destination Fear. Yeah, like licensing or whatever. Yeah, so they just <laughs> made something else. And it's still the same show. But better. It is better. They expand upon things. The The first episode's an hour long. Yeah, they don't even, like, finish it, technically. Yeah, it's not even finished. It's, like, and, part one. <laughs> and it was already ramping up and getting scary. And, like, you get, they just got to be more, like, like actual people. Yep. Rather than, oh, I have to be this TV personality. They're just being honest. They're just being hooligans. <laughs> yeah. It's... I really enjoyed it. I did, too. I'm very excited. It was funny. It was scary. It was... Everything you kind of want it to be. Mm-hmm. There's moments where there's just breakout comedy because <laughs> they're just weird people. Well, and we, we we went back and we started watching the original Destination Fear episodes. A lot. Of, you could see they're being held back a lot. And also, it sucks because for the first half, the episodes are only like 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And for the first they're, half... They're 40. Yeah. And for the first half of it, it's just... Them, like, having to do the tourist attraction thing. Yeah. To sell it. Because it was a travel channel show. Yeah. And I I don't know who came up with that idea of paranormal shows and travel. Yeah. It makes sense that, yes, you have to go to these locations. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 
hanging out in the local eatery doesn't have much to do with the hauntings. And so they sit there and they interview people and it's like, oh, there's ghosts in there. It's like, whoa, never expected. It's like, yeah, I know there's ghosts well, in there. <laughs> you want those interviews because now you're getting confessions, I guess. Yeah, like personal one-on-ones and whatnot. Yeah, where they're, they are saying, hey, this happened to me or this happened to my friend. Mm-hmm. And it only helps you in your mind validate like oh this might actually be a problem for our team when they go in but also hyper boring (laughs) the first half of each episode is such a slog to get through yes once i actually get to the location and start doing the ghost hunting it's like finally the show (laughs) uh they release episodes every friday they already have their first one Mm -hmm. the second one will come out this friday of course if you guys are looking for something that kind of freak you out in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. you're just awake because there's nothing to do because it's summer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> True. <laughs> no new movie came out. No. Last week. That was weird. And we're going to get into that. But yeah, you should check it out. Just, you know, sitting there on your phone. Just go check it out. It's really fun. Yeah. Now, Marvel released finally released the first episode of secret invasion yeah they sure did <laughs> too you... little too late i say <laughs> yeah they pushed it back that's just supposed to come out last spring the i feel like the interest in this kind of plot mm-hmm. has waned so much well they didn't do good at setting it up no <laughs> and the actual prequel or the first piece to set up the story is captain marvel yeah. Which nobody likes that movie. No one's arguing. No one wanted a sequel. <laughs> um, like, it's, it's, it's like, I noticed Nissan doesn't use Brie Larson anymore. No. <laughs> the Scrawl and the Krill, I have zero interest in whatsoever. Which, which sucks because they are such a bigger part in the comics. I feel like it would make more sense if this was before Thanos. Because, like, when we have an entire alien invasion with a giant alien spaceship and the Chitari and everything, and they're all running in and we're doing giant space wars. Yeah. And now it's like, there are aliens among us. It's like, no, of course there are aliens among us. (laughs) You ever think that some of them were scared of him? Maybe, but I feel like, I I don't know, it's just... Ronan. Ronan was, uh, Krill? Was he? Yes. Because they're blue. Scrolls are green. Ah. And Ronan reluctantly worked with Thanos, but ultimately he really hated him. And they're both shapeshifters? Scroll and Krill? No, the Scroll can. Okay. You know what? I don't know much about the Krill. I, 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 I very briefly went into this Secret Wars, Secret Invasion story uh-huh. years ago, and I was like, this is really confusing because all of a sudden you got Captain America. And then you do some damage to him and you find out he's not Captain America. It can be. And that's what this is all about. It's going to be an espionage, mm-hmm. double-faced, Mission Impossible, the original trilogy. Which isn't... I don't really like espionage stories to yeah. begin with. Yeah. And You've also, the superhero fatigue is real. <laughs> it is real. What do you think? What did you think of Secret Invasion? So, I think, ultimately... This is that great divide. We're we're facing a great divide here with superheroes and media content. Mm-hmm. Where it's been building up for a while. <laughs> yes, where people like me who are very sincere and enjoy 
superheroes and we just love and want to always be around them we're the weirdos who watch the cw shows and took them to heart even though they're horribly produced <laughs> right um and acted as well the, these shows and movies are for us and all the stuff that the general populace enjoyed especially like leading all the way up to Endgame, mm-hmm. there was a lot more people talking and wearing and having superhero stuff all around them. Yeah. I was like, this is weird because years ago, you guys never would have touched this with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, it just suddenly became like pop culture. Yes, and so you can argue in the 2010s, if we go back you know, in history and we look at it, it's going to be known as the golden age of superhero films. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that, that was it. And that's... That's probably one of the scariest things for me as a fan is now knowing I've seen the heyday. Yeah. And there's nothing as good as something might be coming yes. up. Like Guardians 3 was really good. Yes. It's never going to be at that height of quality yep. and also like engagement with others yeah. that we had before. And you're right. Some will slip through. We've already had the Batman, mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man yep, into yep. the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And Guardians was a weird one-off. That's also the last time they'll get to use Gunn, because he's going to be busy working on his own DC project. I feel like people are going to put too much faith in Gunn, now that he's taken him and that other fellow whose name I never remember. Peter Safran? Yeah, they're they're taking over DC, and I think people are going to put too much faith on Gunn. And I think it's going to be too much. Well, (laughs) Gunn was talking about superhero movies now, and he's like, they've lost all their charm and story. Mm Mm-hmm. And so for him to say that and to want to keep making superhero stories, Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm curious, can you actually put your money where your mouth is? We'll see. Guardians is good. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The Suicide Squad was good. Mm -hmm. Peacemaker was fantastic. Very good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, for him to approach the oldest and most well-known superhero of all time, Superman, Mm Mm-hmm. If anyone could, he and, could. <laughs> and to call it legacy. Yeah. That's a bold move. But I feel like I'm just so worried because we tried watching Thor Love and Thunder recently. Yeah. And I was bored. And I'm like, Taika Waititi usually knocks it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And this is just not doing it for me. <laughs> Chris Himesworth has talked about it. And he's like, yeah, we went too weird with that one. Mm-hmm. It's way too, you pushed it too far. Yeah. There are moments and some things that I really like about it. But yeah, it is ultimately a boring movie after you've seen it. Especially, like, the jokes don't really hold up the second time around. Yep. Uh, I find Korg insufferable. Yeah. I'm like, and I get it, you're Taika Waititi and you're just riffing. Shut up, my god. (laughs) Why are you in every scene? (laughs) Yeah. So Secret Invasion, I enjoyed it. But it's not much I can say until I keep getting deeper into the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Six episode miniseries and then it'll be over. It should lead us to the Marvels. Yeah, because they'll do the more of the scroll, krill, whatever. Some of them will be dealing with that. And then I think ultimately in the end, this should lead us to Fantastic Four and Secret Wars. Yeah. We'll see. We'll get to it. I don't... I, I'm, I'm gonna be real annoyed because I already struggle with keeping track of who all the characters are. And what their what sides are they on? And, oh, oh, yeah. And yeah. now it's gonna be this question of: Was you a good guy? <laughs> Were you a scroll this whole time? <laughs> 
is it really? Are you actually dead, or was that a scroll? You? Or yeah, I don't. I don't think spoilers, but I don't think Maria Hill is dead. And I don't. Was Martin Freeman? Was that just a, a fake Martin Freeman? Yeah. Was this real Martin Freeman? No, it was a fake one. The whole. I. I and I'm gonna struggle with at the up end. With all that. <laughs> at the end, he started to morph back into his actual self. Yeah. I kept looking away. Well, I was like, was he this this whole time? I don't know. <laughs> the way the characters were talking about him, they were saying just how I was understanding it in context, that was not him. This is also another thing. They kick off right off the bat, and Martin Freeman's character specifically. Ross. Everett Ross. Ross is just saying things, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. You're, like, dropping, like, names of places yep. and people and, like, that, like orders or whatever. That was <laughs> weird. I was like, there's a lot of backstory here that we have not established, and... Again, to just jump into the story without that. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember all of the scrolls' names. Oh, no. Oh, uh, God, no. Yeah, they weren't impressionable enough in Marvel for me to remember them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back eventually and rewatch that movie. That's another thing. <laughs> ah, we're in this like age where people aren't people don't wear superhero costumes anymore. Mm-hmm. And they don't wear bad guy costumes. And so everyone's just like normal looking people in like street clothes. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> which which one are you? <laughs> True. Wear a really like significant color and then I'll recognize you. <laughs> but then you'll know who they are. Yeah. I And then and you lose all the espionage spy work. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know who anyone is. They all are just regular white people with like brown hair. <laughs> now there was something there's two things about Secret Invasion I wanna to touch on. Mm-hmm. Marketing. Before it came out, yeah, they had Marvel Disney hired a bunch of actors to dress up as scrolls, yeah, and they were showing up on like live broadcasts of news networks, mostly yeah. ABC because uh-huh. they own it. And so, like, someone would be standing in the street talking about this restaurant, and then just in the background, you just see a scroll just walk by. And I was like, that is so cool. That, that is, is just so much fun. It brings it to us as a reality. It is clever. It's just <laughs> clever marketing. I wish it was bigger than that. They should have just had people just walking around like that. Maybe they don't want to scare people. Also, like, there is just, like, a print. People just wear things. You know, like, yeah. is there a comic convention around here or something? <laughs> yeah. You could totally have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Now, the intro. The, what, what do you call that? The opening credits. Opening credits. Yeah. There's been a lot of backlash. I did not know that they did that until I saw it. Yeah, the, I did not know why they did that. Yeah, the AI thing. It's yep, yeah. AI generated. They just told the AI what they wanted, yeah. and then it starts. It just spits out stuff, and that's why it kind of like just more like it starts for, like there's a part where it's like, oh, there's Nick Fury's face, but it's half green, and one of his eyes is green, and then it just kind of like morphs into like not looking anything like Samuel L. Jackson, and then it's the sky, because that's what the AI thought it was now. And that's yeah. the thing with AI. <laughs> AI's art has always been pretty ugly to me. I've heard, yes. Yes. I I've, don't find it very... I've heard the argument that they wanted it to look unreal, unnatural, to like lean into the idea of everything is not what it looks like. Okay. Kind but I think it's also really scummy that the artist world is having this whole thing about how AI art is stealing jobs. And then Disney, the massive company with all the money, just, just leans into it. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know if AI is really stealing jobs. I think that that's just fear propaganda. I mean, but it did. They made a whole intro with AI. Well, maybe if those writers weren't on strike, they could have wrote an intro. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, no, I mean, Disney did this. People are upset. And it looks ugly. It looks very ugly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, again, I don't understand that decision. Yeah. Other than they wanted to be really ahead of the times and be like meta with it. Yeah. And also just be cheap. Yeah, that's another thing. Can they copyright that? Yeah, I don't think so. Because there's that's... a thing, you can't copyright something that wasn't made by a human being. And a computer made it. So you yeah. can't copyright it. <laughs> or something like that. Which means I can literally steal it and post it wherever I want. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Yep. Good job. Okay. <laughs> What was supposed to be a quick episode has now become the usual length. Yay! It would have been faster if you weren't yawning so much. <laughs> okay, I'm awake now. It's time for box office trolls. Box office trolls, yay! Woo. A whole lot of nothing has happened this week. Oh no, something really cool happened. Hmm. What do you mean, hmm? What do you mean? What are you talking about? No movies came out. He said No that. movies came out. But what happened in the box office uh, makes me giddy. What happened? Lay it on me. Number one, coming back from being number three last week, mm -hmm. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yay! Woohoo! Right? Four weeks in, still number one at the box office. Yep. Number two, Elemental. Good for them. Sticking at second place. Yep. Number three. The Flash. Boo. Second week in theaters. And it dropped negative 72.5%. Yeah. Guys, that's almost 100. That's really, really bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you... <sighs> it's not going to be at number three next week, for sure. <laughs> its total gross in North America is $87 million. I looked up its world box office... It's around 210. The film itself costs around 220 mil. So it's not even breaking even. It's not even breaking even. They said that they would make a sequel if uh, it made numbers similar to The Batman. So I went back and I looked at The Batman. <laughs> and I was like, so what did The Batman make? And I mean, I think they have a shot, right? Yeah. But 725 million is kind of hard to hit. It is so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Flash can get fucked. Fuck the Flash. Yeah. Uh, also, I saw they did ask Christian Bale to come back for this one, and he was like, no. Yeah, and he made a great decision there. Yes. They made a lot of bad... They, Warner Brothers, made a lot of bad decisions. No, they made a lot of bad decisions. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. It's... <laughs> I'm just happy that this is going to fail. Mm -hmm. Good. As this, it deserves to. This has to end. This has to stop. We can't let these things keep happening. <laughs> let these people get away with it. It seems that these DCEU films are getting worse and worse. I know. Oh my god. And there was and there was such a glimpse of hope. And then, no, there it goes. Goodbye. I feel <laughs> like it was never really a thing. 
it was so close to being a thing, mm-hmm. trying to be its own thing, but then, nope. <laughs> so they tried to be Marvel, and now they're trying to be Marvel, but they keep picking like the worst people to be their main actors in these things. Yep, struggling with directors, the Flash struggled. They had it went through three or two directors before it landed on Andy. Oh, that's another thing. Like uh, the producers or whoever are just horrible to work with, so the directors leave. And then you're with this directionless mess because the producers won't let the artists do the thing that they want to do. Yeah, they, <laughs> apparently Henry Cavill's likeness is in it due to CGI or AI. Yeah, they did, they did a lot of AI things to bring back people. <laughs> and then here's the dumb part. I was reading that he actually filmed scenes for the movie. Henry Cavill was on set at one point. And they didn't use any of it? Nope, they cut them all out. Uh, he's supposed... The ending was supposed to be... Um, like, he sees Superman. Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. And Ben Affleck. Okay. They're, all three of them were supposed to be at the end. And they just cut all that out. Wow. <laughs> and at one point, they just cut out Superman. It was supposed to be just Batman and Wonder Woman. And then they just cut all that out. What a hot mess. <laughs> uh, they had to do a lot of strong editing for all those cameos. Yeah. For the the speed force and the time continuum that the berries are breaking. So dumb. <laughs> uh, no Hard Feelings. Which it's is number four. It is a new movie. This is a new movie. I don't know what this movie is. It's oh, this is the one with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. She's hired by the kid's family to make him like more of a cool guy. Yeah, which is weird. It is weird. It reminds me of those weird frat boy comedies in the O's. Yeah, like it makes me think of like Easy A. Did you ever watch that one? No, because I don't like Emma Stone. Really? Yeah. Can hmm. you f- guess what my favorite moment in Spider-Man 2 is? The Amazing Spider-Man 2? <laughs> <laughs> is it the ending? <laughs> Not the endy ending, but really close to it. God, her wig was terrible, as Gwen Stacy. It was an ugly wig. I don't know if that's a wig. If that's not a wig, then her hair looks like ass. <laughs> uh, number five, Transformers, Rise of the Beasts. Good for them. Number six, Asteroid City. Holy crap. Went up 960% from last week. Well, yeah, no one knew it came out the first week. And then I was like, oh, that Wes Anderson thing happened? Yeah. Oh, go. Theaters, go. <laughs> That's really cool. I heard uh, there's a scene with Scarlett Johansson where it's like a full frontal nudity scene. Nice. And uh, she had to direct it herself because Wes Anderson was too shy and embarrassed to do it. <laughs> So he excused himself from the room and let her just handle it. <laughs> okay. She is trying to be a producer-director. I think that's a good step for her to go. This all came after the Black Widow fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to remind some of you guys what that was, that was when Disney said that they would exclusively release Black Widow, the film, in theaters, but they were dealing with the lockdowns for COVID-19. Yeah. So instead, they decided to release it as video on demand and then release it in theaters, which Scarlett Johansson argued that was a breach of contract and tried to sue them. Didn't work. They eventually (laughs) settled it. Yeah. um, Outside of court. And she's 
After that, she was rumored to be attached to a new Marvel project as a producer. Mm. But nothing of that has ever come. Yeah, and I don't think it will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven, The Little Mermaid. Wow. Only five weeks? It's only been a little over a month? Yeah. Dang. <laughs> number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> number nine, The Blackening. Cool. Second weekend. Number 10, The Bogeyman. Okay. So, there we go. Whole lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah. So that was Coffee Break. Yeah, mostly the direct. That's the important part. <laughs> yep. Um, coffee Break, there'll be Power On. Mm-hmm. There'll be the next part of Garbage Eggs. Lots of fun stuff coming. Yep, yep, yep. yep. You got anything you want to tell anybody? Nope. Like, sorry to me? Sorry to you for <laughs> sorry for saying you yawned too much. <laughs> okay, guys, have a good week. Bye. Bye.